Hello everyone, and welcome to Novelty from the North Situate Library. I'm your host, Catherine, and every month I review a couple books and give you a look behind the shelves at the secret and sometimes maybe not very scandalous lives of library workers. Today I'm reviewing Blotto, Twinks, and the Maharaja's Jewel by Simon Brett. I picked this up off of the new bookshelf on Thursday night as I was leaving work for the weekend and into my vacation next week. It's part of a series and hmm, it's actually a complicated genre. Wikipedia says it's a farcical whodunit. So it's a humorous mystery slash satirical portrayal of the British aristocracy just after World War One. Blotto and Twinks are a brother and sister who get into adventurous scrapes. Blotto's old friend from Eton invites him to do a cricket tour in India, and Twinks comes along because they can't find a 12th player. All of the old crew are married, or even worse, have jobs. Plus, their mother really wants Twinks to find a rich husband so that the plumbing at the manor house can be repaired. The characters get swept up into a plot to steal a famous jewel from the Maharaja of Corblimey. So yeah, it's silly as heck. Wordplay is a huge element of the book. It's kind of like a mix between the banter sketch from Monty Python's Flying Circus and something from one of those fantasy authors who just really loves words like Terry Pratchett or Piers Anthony. It's full of silly names like Lettuce Sandwich and her brother Reuben Sandwich. The characters themselves are also overblown and silly creations. Blotto fulfills all points on the himbo triangle. He is beefy, kind, and stupid. His catchphrase is basically, not on the same page? Which I kind of think is the sweetest way to say I don't understand. Twinks, on the other hand, is absolutely the sharpest knife in the drawer. It's interesting because her brilliance is shown in the most ostentatious and overblown way possible in the writing. It's constantly reminding us that she speaks dozens of languages and is reading Nisha and Confucius in the original languages and can compare editions. But at the same time, the character absolutely fits into the frankly vacuous aristocratic society that she's living in. She's not an outsider for her mind, and she thinks very highly of the people around her. So that's probably the most interesting choice in the book. There is some excitement and daring do in this book, but it's always tempered with way more humor. I won't spoil it, but I cracked up at how Blotto managed to escape a hungry tiger towards the end of the book. There are a lot of great things about this book, but one of the things that I think is really funny is the testimonials on the back. They're all about the author, Simon Brett, but they aren't about this series. So they give the impression of just like a very great but serious detective story. And then you read the book and it's like I described, 10% mystery, 90% comedy. From where I'm sitting, that's a really weird way to sell it. Mystery isn't my genre at all, so I'm not interested in Brett's other work. But there is a chance that I'll read the rest of the Blotto and Twink series because it cracked me up. It's really clear all the way through that Brett is having a blast writing this nonsense, and that's really what I need from an author. Blotto, Twinks, and the Maharaja's Jewel is available at the library in print, and there are other Blotto and Twink stories available as ebooks in the e-zone, as you like it. I'm probably going to read another one on my vacation. Hi everyone, it's Miss Elise here to update you on everything that's going on at the library for children and teens. 
I hope you are all having a good last month of summer and are staying cool through these dog days of August. It's been pretty hot. Um, Speaking of summer, we have recently wrapped up our summer reading program. It was so great to have so many kids and teens participate in our reading challenges this year. And it was really wonderful to see everyone at our outdoor programs. I'm hoping that you all had as much fun as I did. I would also like to give a shout out to all of our teens who helped out this summer and created a fun outdoor escape room. Um, Kylan, Catherine, Luca, Sarah, and Samantha, great job. (laughs) I would also like to once again thank everyone at the library for helping to make our summer reading program so successful. Um, Laurel, our resident designer, made some cool displays. And if you haven't had a chance to stop by and see them, please come take a peek before we switch everything up to fall. (laughs) Also, a big thank you goes out to Navigant Credit Union and the Josephson family for their generous donations. Before I tell you more about our our fun summer and upcoming events, I would like to tell you about an awesome graphic novel I just read recently. So, Fun Fun World by Yehudi Mikado has it all. An amusement park, crazy roller coasters, a brilliant gamer named Javi, and wacky aliens who want to take over the Earth. It starts out with Minky, captain of the Devastorn 5, and his crew as they have once again tried and failed to conquer a planet. Minky is determined to show everyone, including the Queen Val of the Gonsol Imperium, that he is not a failure and decides to try and conquer Earth, which has never been done. They land at Fun 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 World, an old amusement park that is being redesigned by Javi's dad. Javi uses some quick thinking to convince Minky that Fun 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 World is the whole Earth and gets them to use their tech to turn the once-defunct park into a -a thrill-a-minute place for adventure. However, there are other aliens that might might have Earth in their sights. Will Javi and Minky be able to save the world? Read Fun 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 World to find out what happens. Um, This was a fun graphic novel. The characters are completely zany, and the story is pretty funny. I kind of wish I could visit Fun 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 World. Fans of Apocalypse Taco, Fluffy Strikes Back, and the bad guys might want to check out this graphic novel. Uh, And we have copies here at the library, and it's in the new graphic novel section. This summer was a lot of fun, and there were a lot of great events. Um, Our tailgate party to wrap up the summer ended up being a little wet, but luckily the rain didn't scare Dell's lemonade away. (laughs) We did end up having a sunny day for the outdoor escape room where our attendees had to find an object and get away from the gazebo in 45 minutes before Bigfoot came back. Well, our brave adventurers made it out in record time. It only took them 15 minutes to solve all of the puzzles and get away. So they did a great job. We also got some awesome new kits for the summer, and we will be adding some new ones in the fall, so please keep a lookout. I'm hoping to add some supply kits that will be great for both homeschoolers and kids who attend in person, too. Um, If any of our homeschooling families have any gently used curriculums that they're thinking of moving on to somewhere else, please consider donating to the library so they can be shared with other families. We're trying to build up... um, homeschooling section. So anything would be great. 
We have some exciting programs coming up for the fall, including a fun book art program for teens and tweens, grade 6 plus, on August 24th at 1130 uh, at the library picnic table. We're going to make hedgehogs out of old used books. Also, save the date for a great steam craft for kids 8 and up on September 15th at 4. We'll be making inflatable critters, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, and story time registrations will be opened on September 1st for both preschool-aged and toddler sessions, which will start in the third week of September. So we can keep all of our little safe. The story times will be outside for now, and we'll have a 10-child limit, so registration will be needed ahead of time. I hope that I'll see all of you soon, and um, if you have any questions or you just want to say hello, please reach out to me. You can contact me at elise at situatelibrary.org. Uh, enjoy the rest of the summer, and I wish all of the kiddos and teens a safe and fun back-to-school time. Have a great rest of August. Bye! Now for our little peek behind the shelves. I talked to Sue this week, and I learned something really troubling. It seems like maybe we all met Bill in one of his worst moments. She and Carlo argued over the weekend. Bill's my best friend. I know he hurt everyone, especially Jen, but that was months ago now. He apologized and tried to make amends. I know, but Jen is still mad, and I just think He was think in a really he... dark place for months, Sue. He got out of a bad relationship, like a really bad one, right before the pandemic hit. He'd never admit it, but he's hurt, and he's lonely. Uh, oh, no. What happens in the relationship, I mean? Uh, I, I don't even know all of the details. He's not really a sharer. He met a guy, it seemed great at first. I've never seen Bill like that. He's so rational, you know. But he was like a teenager, just head over heels, convinced that this guy was the one, you know? Hmm. Sounds like somebody else I know. <laughs> Rude. I'm kidding. <laughs> Keep going, though. Like I said, I don't really know. It wasn't long before the guy got controlling. Plans got cancelled a lot. Bill put his own interests aside for the boyfriends. Oh, that's hard to imagine after reading his writing. He seems so solid. So sure of himself and what he wants out of life. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how bad it got. I just know I'm glad Bill got out of it. Me too. But only cats. It was a bad year. The only reason we came to the club at all is because he was burying himself in his work, you know? It was the only thing I could think of to get him to meet some new people while we were still locked down. That makes a lot of sense. It puts a lot into perspective. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine anyone would be so mean if there wasn't a really good reason. I'm sorry, babe. I know you wouldn't be friends with a bad person. I've been really unfair. It's okay, but can we please just hang out with him? I don't want to be that friend, you know, the guy who starts dating someone new and just loses track of everyone else I love. Of course. Everyone deserves a second chance. Thank you. But do you think we need to warn anyone about the guy? I wouldn't want anybody else to be in danger. So I'm not really sure what I think now. And to be completely fair, this still doesn't explain his behavior last month. So I'm dissatisfied, but that's a good update for all of you this month. Until next time, dear listeners. And 
that's it for this month. I'm sorry that I'm not bringing you a cookbook. Uh, thank you for listening to Novelty. Please note that the opinions in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoint of the North Situate Public Library. The Behind the Shelves segment is a work of fiction, and any similarities to real people is unintentional. Today, we mentioned Blotto, Twinks, and the Maharaja's Jewel by Simon Brett, and Fun, Fun, Fun World by Yehudi Mercado. Sue was played by Jazz Isinger, and Carlo was played by J. Patrick Jones. You can find links to both of their work in the show notes. I'm also including links to the books we discussed, and a link to a transcript of the episode, as well as all of our social media. If you can't get enough library content, visit situatelibrary.org to learn about all of our services and programs. Please be sure to send us feedback on the show. Leave us reviews wherever you can do that, or even just drop us an email. I'm Catherine at situatelibrary.org, and Elise is Elise at situatelibrary.org. We'd love to hear from you.